Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we are airing a message entitled, The Promises of God. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring us a lesson to all of us that, if not needed now, will be needed at some point in our lives. As you will hear in the lesson, we understand that we have been diagnosed with a sickness from birth called sin. We cannot cure sin, nor can we avoid it. However, in this week's lesson, you will hear how God has given us a chance to cure our sickness. If you are interested in how you can receive this free cure, we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor Michael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's take our Bibles and go to two different uh, portions of Scripture. Uh, one is uh, Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. And then the other is John chapter 1. Exodus chapter 12. And John chapter 1. We're going to start with John chapter 1. And we're going to look at a verse that I believe is familiar to most of us. And it's John chapter 1 and verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for this time together this morning. We thank you for all this great special music, this time of fellowship, and frankly, for this time of year. And Lord, uh, we just ask that as we look into your word this morning, that Christ would be lifted up. In the end, Lord, this is the reason for all of this this week. And Lord, even lost people pause, uh, Lord, to give some sense of credence to the fact that Christ did come. Lord, we pray that he would be lifted up and glorified as he deserves. Lord, that your Holy Spirit would anoint what is said, if for no other reason, uh, because it comes from the word of God. Father, I realize that I'm just as capable of getting in the way as facilitating this message. So, Father, keep me from getting in the way and help us, Lord, as we look into the word and we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. When John said that about the Lord Jesus Christ, it may or may not have occurred to you that for most of the Jews uh, that heard this, and that was the majority of who heard it, there may have been the odd Gentile here or there, But for most of those Jews, when they heard John say that and point to the Lord Jesus Christ, for most of them, they couldn't help but going back to the original Passover in Exodus chapter 12. So I want us to look over there, and I want to take some time this morning and look at at some things that uh, would, would be indicative of what they would be thinking when John made a statement like that about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now remember that in the Exodus, uh, God had rained down all kinds of judgments on Egypt to get Pharaoh to release the people. And of course he wouldn't. Uh, He was stubborn and uh, he didn't give in. And so God finally had had to unleash one last judgment and that was the death of the firstborn of everyone in Egypt. Now because God didn't want to kill the firstborn of the nation of Israel, those Jewish families... Uh, he made them, he made them um, uh, sacrifice a prescribed 
uh, Passover lamb. And what was unusual about this, it wasn't the high priest corporately offering it for the whole nation. It was each family had to have their own lamb. And when you get into Exodus chapter 12, uh, you see no less than 12 details of the crucifixion in this portion of scripture. And so that's the reason we go here, because all of this speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. And undoubtedly, uh, those Jews that heard John, their minds went back to this particular event. So let's start in verse 3. In verse 3, where the Bible says, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, verse 5, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden it all with water, but roast with fire his head and his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. And by the way, when he said he was executing judgment against the gods of Egypt, when you study each of those judgments up to that point, uh, it was a direct affront to one of the Egyptian gods. And then you get to verse 13, and we'll, we'll finish up there. He says, And the blood shall be for you, uh, to you, for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. The first thing I want to point out here is that this lamb, this lamb that's talked about here in Exodus chapter 12, is a prescribed lamb. It's a prescribed lamb. When you think of a prescription, you think of a problem and some kind of antidote to take care of that problem. And so it was, the death angel was about to come that night. And this prescription of this blood that would be applied to the door of the house of each Jewish home would be the antidote. It would be the prescribed lamb for each house. For us, we're talking about sin this morning. For us, we're looking at a prescription to take away sin and give eternal life. No pharmacist ever prepared a prescription more carefully than God prepared Christ to be the prescription or the antidote for our sin. An infidel doctor mockingly asked a pastor, You preach in order to win souls, but have you ever seen a soul? To which the pastor replied, No, or heard it, no, or smelled it, no. But you have felt it, yes. Therefore, of the five senses, four testify against the existence of the soul. The pastor replied to the doctor, he said, Have you ever seen a pain? No. Or heard a pain? No. Or tasted pain? No. Or smelled it? No. But you have felt it, yes. 
The pastor went on to say, you note then that of the five senses, four testify against the existence of pain. What would you say if someone on the basis of this would try to prove that there is no pain? Folks, I don't have to be careful with this prescription this morning. I can recommend it to you. Life is short, death is sure, sin is the curse, and Christ is the cure. Someone once said, if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. But since our greatest need was forgiveness, God sent us a Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ is a prescription to the maniac of Gadara. He was the prescription to Mary Magdalene. He was the prescription to the rich young ruler. He was the prescription even to Nicodemus, who was a self-righteous religious man. He was the prescription to the woman at the well in John chapter 4. And of course, he was the prescription to the thief on the cross. We have a supernatural disease, and it requires a supernatural cure. In God's pharmacy, there's only one pill. It's the gospel. And it's the only one you need. I'm on, I'm on a particular prescription that if you had to buy it retail, it would be over $12,500 a month. It's one pill a day. I call it my little $500 pill. The insurance pays for half of it. The drug company eats the other half. And I don't pay a dime. But I'm here to tell you, as expensive as that prescription sounds, nothing compares to the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The lamb was a prescribed lamb. Theodosius, the fourth century church father, said this, The Lord of all comes as a slave amidst poverty. The hunter has no wish to startle his prey, choosing for his birthplace an unknown village in a remote province. He is born of a poor maiden and accepts all that poverty implies, for he hopes by stealth to ensnare and save us. If he had been born to high rank and amidst luxury, unbelievers would have said uh, that the world had been transformed by wealth. If he had chosen as his birthplace the great city of Rome, they would have thought the transformation had been brought about by civil power. Suppose he had been the son of an emperor. Then they would have said, how useful is it to be powerful? Imagine him, the son of a senator. It would have been said, look what can be accomplished by legislation. But in fact, what did he do? He chose surroundings that were poor and simple, so ordinary as to be almost unnoticed, so that people would know that it was the Godhead alone that had changed the world. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Promises of God, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lesson, God has prescribed to us an antidote. This antidote can cure us of our sin and death. Jesus Christ is the antidote. He is our free prescription if we are willing to take Him as our personal Savior. In 2 Corinthians 5.21 it says, For He hath made Him to be our sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made righteous of God in Him. If you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the office of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help you in any way we can. As we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website 
at dbbc.org. Again, that's dbbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come to join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all our ages including junior high, high school, and college-age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night services at 7 o'clock, which has the Master Clubs program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.